host, Chelsea Reed. And I'm your host, Brittany Fraze. Welcome to today's episode of Girls Got Goals, a podcast for the woman who is chasing her goals while balancing the demands of everyday life. So today's episode is kind of something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, recently, I... I Not recently, I guess. I have been following this girl on Instagram um, since before her child was born, probably 15 months ago. Um, and her son was born. She was pregnant at the same time as I was. And then her son was born just a couple months after Asher. And about four days ago, he passed away from cancer. And I have never cried so much for a child I never knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and a family I never knew. And I was connected through them, like I said, seeing her like pregnancy on Instagram and all that stuff, but also um, connected through that, but also connected through prayer, like praying for the family and, um, you know, just like seeing the updates and seeing what was going on every day and just kind of following along and sending messages. And we, there was some conversations we had had, but again, like I've just won, uh, I'm sure like thousands of people who had replied to her. Um, and just my heart hurts, you know, and it just made me really mindful and kind of gave me that moment to like look in at my life and what I'm doing and to see like am I being present in the moment with my kids like am I living like today what if it was my last day like we don't know how much time we have we a lot you know take it for granted unless something like this Mm -hmm. for example comes in and kind of like smacks us in the face um personally as like a mom you know it made me think like oh my gosh I haven't been treating my kids right have I been being the best mom I could be have I being have I been being present you know with everything I'm doing and I think that's where today's episode has kind of led us um, to talk more about how uh, we can be present be in the moment um, in whatever aspect of our life whether it's with family with friends at work um, you know doing something you're passionate about and just to make sure you're giving it a hundred percent of yourself because you're gonna get the bre- best you're gonna get the breast. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Am I? <laughs> you're gonna get the best work when you are fully present. Yeah. And I'm gonna just preface this, you guys. I'm losing my voice. So I apologize for the very hoarse sounding voice I've got going on, but yeah, when you brought this topic to my attention, it really got kind of got my wheels turning too because just like you said, I think that when life is normal, quote unquote, when we don't have these things to worry about per se, like everybody's in good health, our life is fairly um, normal, mm-hmm. we tend to take these things for granted like you said. And I think that's exactly it is that we don't realize how time, how fleeting time really is, how precious the moments really are until we're given like this circumstance that makes us like almost forced to realize it. And I find myself definitely not being present as much as I would like to. And when you brought up this topic, I was like, you know what? I don't know that I have advice on how to be present because I'm still searching for it, but I can tell you my experience with how I feel and struggle to be present 100%. Mm-hmm. Two things on that note. I think I agree with you. I don't 100% know how to be fully present. I think it's something 
we work on consistently mm-hmm. as we go through life. And another thing I think it's, I'm not saying it's the, a bigger struggle for women over men or for, um, you know, moms over dads or whatever, but, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> Subliminally I am. <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of the times, you know, women take on this role of being the nurturer and the caregiver, right? So whether you're in a relationship and it looks like coming home to your spouse and you're like cooking them dinner and you're doing the laundry and, you know, you're doing all these things, cleaning the house or you're, you know, as a mom, you are putting the kids to bed and, you know, granted, like men step up, they do their part, like they help with the baths and they help with the the dishes and do all those things too. And I'm not saying... Like, I'm not shitting on the men here. For oh, that. we're talking about our men specifically. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, or partners or whatever, but I'm just saying a lot of times I find as a woman, I feel like I don't have control over my own life. And the way I can grab that control is by by doing multiple things at once to kind of gain it back by multitasking yeah but again then I'm not present in the moment so what that looks like is sometimes I'll be trying to spend time with my kids and like cleaning the house or um, making supper and trying to like talk on the phone to a girlfriend and like I'm not present in any of the things I'm doing fully yeah and therefore I'm not being my best self for that task or that conversation or whatever that is Yeah, and I think that's kind of like, um, this kind of rolls into the topic of um, us as mums and as women and as caregivers um, wondering if like we're doing enough, right? Like, are we doing enough by just doing this? And I feel like this is a conversation I've had with Rick before um, where like I said to him, you get to enjoy so much more time with the kids. And he goes, it's by choice. It's by choice though because I choose to let all the other shit go. Tyler, I said the same thing. Like, you took the words out of my mouth that like, same with Tyler. I'm like, how do you do this? Like, how are you playing like hide and seek and like building forts? I'm like, oh my God, look at all the cardboard on the ground. Yeah. But, or look at the dishes that I could be doing. Yeah. Or like, and that's the thing is we try and be 100%. And this kind of goes off of what I had talked about a little bit the other day about mm, balance. Like, do yeah. you really ever have balance? Like if you want to be fully present with your kids, that might mean your house being a little bit of a shit show for a while. Or if you want to be fully present with your girlfriends, that might mean that your business takes a backseat for a little bit. Or, you know, maybe you're not as full in. Or if you want your business to be your focus, that might mean your social life takes a backseat because there really is no 100% balance. And I think that's kind of exactly the the notion that we need to grasp when it comes to being present is if you want to be 100% present in something at any given moment so you can give 100% of yourself to that thing at that time it might mean that something else needs to take a back seat and I think for us as women and I think for us as um you know us wanting to do all the things and be like super mom or super Brittany or super Chelsea like we want to be enough of everything for everybody that's the power struggle Mm -hmm. I also find for me personally if I do um this is something I've struggled with and I've obviously come to the point of realization for it but I try to pile on more because if I fail at something then I have like an explanation of why I failed so it's like it all it almost is like a by doing multiple things at once, it's a way to kind of protect myself from that vulnerability or that fear of failure or yeah. not being good enough. And it's like an excuse. Like, well, 
yeah, but it's because I was doing 10 things. Whereas if I was just doing one thing and failed, I'd be like, yeah, like, whoa, sorry, you're just a fuck up then, you know? And that's like, you're just worthless. Like that's the kind of feelings that I get when I do that. So I think a lot of times I just want to try and do it all because then if I do, you know, like 80% of everything instead of a hundred percent at one thing, like that's better. Yeah. But is it? No, and that's, it's a totally, it's a mindset shift. Sorry, guys, my voice is tor- so bad. But I think when it comes to, like, our kids, so as an example, I know we kind of opened this up talking about kids and family. Um, there's also so many things that distract us outside of, like, just chores and all that stuff. But, like, technology, this is something mm. I will admit I'm bad for. Me too. And especially because I'm trying to grow a business that is based virtually in the nooks and crannies of my day when my kids are home with me, I'll like be working my business. And my five-year-old has been calling me out. Being like, mom, you're not even watching me. Mom, put your phone down. Mom, who are you talking to? And I've been like, oh my God, like she's picking up on this. Obviously it's too much. And it's with good intentions. I, I will admit I've reduced my like mindless scrolling substantially. And when I'm on my phone, it's usually because I'm either in contact with a client or I'm, you know, I'm doing something business related, but still my five-year-old doesn't comprehend that. Like, Mm -hmm. so I've tried something I've been trying to do is to create those boundaries. Like, okay, I can, you know, let's play, let's play for 30 minutes, but in 30 minutes, mommy's going to have to go, you know, for maybe 15 minutes, go on her phone, answer some messages, and then I can come back and play or like whatever. Mm -hmm. And also explain to my child why I'm using my device versus her thinking that my device is just more important than her. Right. But that's something that I've been catching myself. Well, my kid's been catching myself, catching me, sorry, with that and calling me out and bringing it to my attention. And it's been kind of an eye-opening thing for me. For me, it's like I'll be in my phone or like engrossed in something. And a lot of time, again, like I do a business that's online for the most part. So it's like replying to comments or sending, you know, offers or negotiations with people. And Livy will typically, and I only notice it when Tyler's home because he's the one who calls me out, not my daughter. But she'll be like, mom, blah, 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 mom, blah, blah. And then Tyler will be like, Britt. I'm like, yeah. She's already asked you twice. And you haven't responded. Mm-hmm. Like, just put your phone down and just be here for a minute so you can talk to her. Like, whatever you're doing can wait the five minutes because your daughter has a question. Right. And I'm like, I completely agree. But at the same time, I feel like, and it's that priority. But I'm like, well, what if I don't respond right away? Then maybe it'll lose a sale. Or, like, I, it's like I have to do it. But do I really have to? No. I, we're making the choice. I have that control to say, like, I'm putting my phone down for this time, like you said, and I will get back to it when I'm ready. Like that's the the benefit is like, you know, the we have a business that you can do run from your home and that's amazing. But the benefit of it is that you can do it from your home and spend time with your children, you know, but we're making it and it almost becomes like worse because we're not, we're preoccupied while at home with our children. Yep. So trying to find that balance, um, you know, and I, I'm not saying, you know, I know my, like Tyler does struggle with that and, you know, he's trying to place an order and, you know, the kids are running around or whatever that may look like for him. But I find a lot of times it's like, and this is just my perspective and my feelings. So I'm not saying this is accurate. I'm not saying this is how it's, it's not the truth, but this is how I feel. Um, and I feel like 
for the most part, Tyler can do the work and like, like, yeah, the kids will want to play, but you know, if he has to go to work and he says like, oh, I got to go to work, whatever, the kids are like, okay, bye. Like, okay. Like, oh, well, sometimes like there might be a little bit of like a fuss about it, whatever. But if I'm like downstairs doing work or I'm trying to get some work done, um, you know, or I have to leave, I feel like there's more of, um, emotion for the kids. Like they want me to stay and there's more like upset and, you know, it's like, even if I'm in the basement, like, mom, knock, 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 knock on the door to the basement. Like, what are you doing? Like, I want to come down, you know, or I want you to put me to bed now. And it's just like, well, you know, kind of like not to say tough shit, but like, it's just, I find as a, as a mother, there's a different, you know, that different line. And I think one of the things is Rachel Hollis talked about it too, is like, she was so afraid to say that she was like an entrepreneur and own that because well, it's like, I'm a mother first and I got all this stuff to do. And if I don't do that, or if I don't show up as like the best mom, you know, it's like, how do you balance, like you said, balance all those things and being all those things. So I'm not just a mom. I'm not just a wife. Like I'm my own person and I'm a business, like an entrepreneur. I run a business and we, you know, and it's important to find a way to be all those things, but also allow yourself the opportunity to give a hundred percent of you in all those areas. Yeah. And kind of bringing it back to like what I said too before, it's okay to want to be 100%, you know, your entrepreneur, a hundred percent in your business. As long as like, if that's your priority, as long as you have the understanding that you don't have to be 100% in your business and in, in the home and as a friend and as all this and all that stuff because that's what really stretches you thin. And that was a really hard lesson that I learned this year. Um, I was trying to be a business owner, a great mom, a great fiance or girlfriend or whatever I am right now, a great like homemaker and a great friend and a great employee. And I had to just realize like I can be great but I can't be great at everything all at once. So that's when, you know, I prioritized family and work and my social life took a little bit of a, you know, I had to have that conversation with friends and things like that. And I think that you go through seasons in your life and it's okay to like, it's not like you're putting your kids second by being an entrepreneur. You're doing it for the reasons to better your family. But I think having like kind of those boundaries and like having the understanding and the conversations, especially like with your partner and with your kids too. I had the conversation with Avery the other day. You know, she was home, was she was home on Monday last week. It was an in-service and I had a meeting. So I told her like for an hour, I'm going to be in a meeting over Zoom, like a call. You're going to have to be quiet. I'm going to put on a, a movie where you can pick, you know, coloring pages or a puzzle or whatever the case is, but I'm in this meeting. And she was kind of upset. And I had to say to her, like, the reason I'm doing this is because, you know, I eventually, I'd like to be at home with you guys all day, all the time. But to do that, I have to put in some work. And she's old enough, thankfully, to understand. Some kids aren't. But I think that Mm -hmm. if we can have those conversations um, with our kids, if it's about work or whatever the, the case is, that's really important. But, you know, if it's something simple, like just like your phone, like social media distracting you, that's a choice. It's a choice you can make to put that down. Um, to make that boundary, to have that time that is like dedicated to your family. And I think that's really important too, is if you, you can carve out that time where it's dedicated to certain things, time blocking, mm-hmm. I guess you could call it, yeah. which I'm not a professional at by any means, I'm working on it, but I think it can be really helpful. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, mine all kind of like bleeds into the other, but I know I agree Same. as well. Like, so with Olivia, she kind of understands. And we originally started off with saying like, we have to work to make money to buy toys. And that was kind of like our thing going forward is like to explain to her, like, yeah. you can't just get a toy whenever, like you have to make money. And then it started like evolving. Um, she considers now Mexico her home since we've gone there um, over the, like the Christmas break or shortly after Christmas. And you know, she's like, I, I want to go home. And I was like, where's home? We're our home. She's like, no, I want to go home to Mexico. And I was like, well, like that costs money, right? And mom and dad have to work to make money if we want to do things like that. And just giving that explanation, like, you know, kids don't understand where money comes from, right? They don't understand that you have to work to make that money. And just like explaining that to them. And I'm saying like, you know, if you want these things, you have to be okay with mom and dad working a little bit extra to be able to provide that for you you know, and, um, again, Rachel Hollis, just because she talks about this, she explains that too, like with her kids, like, um, she was, I think speaking conferences she was doing and her kids were sad about, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but her kids are sad about her going to all these conferences and they also wanted to do some sort of extracurricular activity or some sort of something like that. And she, or a trip or something. And she was like, I do these for that purpose. Like if I cannot do these, but then we can't afford for you to do like X, Y, and Z. And then they were kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, and just learning that, that under and having the understanding, but I definitely think the boundaries are important and that time blocking is important. Like I'm not saying like, don't hang out with your friends or don't, you know, work or whatever that is. But when you're doing whatever it is that you're making that priority in that time period, be present, like right. be all in, Yeah. be all there. And the funny thing is, is a lot of times when we are present, like, you know, if we're, you know, we're stuck at work and we're trying to think of a new idea and we can't get to this point or how do we expand the business or how do we reach a new, get a new marketing tactic or whatever that may be, is a lot of times when we're stuck on things like that and we just like put it down and leave it alone and don't think about it and be present in something else, we 100% get to the place we need to be because we've completely took ourselves away from it and yeah. came back to it again after. Sometimes you have to detach yourself. That's something I've learned too is like, especially in business, um, when I'm struggling or I'm hitting a rut, if I like just step away, I detach from like the outcome, I go and invest time like either in self-care or with my family, that's when I'm like, aha, there's like that moment yeah. because you just step away from it and you recharge almost like you fill your cup when you take time on yourself. I feel like that's when inspiration comes flowing. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but yeah, kind of going on what you say, I feel like the thing about if you want to do something, if you have a goal, if you're focused and if you are motivated to accomplish whatever it is in your life, X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. it takes sacrifice in some areas. And it doesn't have to be a forever sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something really important to note too. So I think it's really important that you prioritize kind of like, you know, the two to three pillars of your life that really mean a lot. And if that's family, if that's your fitness, and if that's your business... Go all in on those and find a balance and time block and make your make those your priorities. Mm -hmm. But that might mean your social life, your favorite shows on Netflix, whatever the case is, you know, that that's not priority number one. Or your your priorities could be, you know, 
your business and maybe you don't have kids yet. So then it is your social life or, you know, maybe it's dating. If you're a single person looking to find a partner, like I think it just, whatever the few things in your life, like look at where you want to be in five years from now and ask yourself, what do I need to focus on to get to that point? And those are going to be your focuses. Those are going to be your priorities. And then everything else, like you can enjoy in moderation, but just understand that it does take sacrifice to get to the end goal. And, um, it does take you being fully present and dedicated to those things. Yeah. And I think too, when we, like even when we talk about the business side of things, you have to be present hundred percent when you're doing that business work. So if you give yourself, you know, five hours in your day to, to focus on your business, like those five hours should be solely focused on your business, not watching TV, not texting mm-hmm. your friends, not doing that because what you're doing is you're pulling yourself out of the mindset of like the business, um, you know, your business or entrepreneur mindset or whatever that may be. And you're going towards something else and you're coming back and you're not being a hundred percent present in what you're doing and you're not hundred percent focused and therefore it, it, you're not going to be as efficient. You're going to lose kind of like track of time. You know, you may not be getting as far ahead as you need to be all those sorts of things. So there's so much more impact than we realize by not being a hundred percent present in whatever it is we're doing. Yeah. On the other side of things and the other, uh, the flip side of being, um, present and being mindful um, I think it's important to just look at another thing that happens, you know, when we're faced with, um, like death in any aspect, whether it's someone close to us or someone we don't know. And, and what I've felt recently too, is life is so short mm-hmm. and we don't know how much time we have. We don't know how much time anyone else has. And it's about being present and spending time and carving out time for the people that matter to us, but also to make sure that we're doing the things that spark joy, that make us happy. If you, you know, knew you only had one day left to live, how would you be living it? If you knew you only had six months left to live, how would you be living it? We don't know how much time we have, but I want to make sure that we're doing the things we love. And yeah. that's brought so much, you know, this little boy, he's 15 months old, you know, he, like I said, he reminds me so much of my son, and you know makes things like that like make you just like hug your kids a little tighter and just be thankful and appreciative and grateful for the life you kind of have been dealt at this point in time and and how great things are really when you take the other perspective of things and there's just so many things that can be said for that you know um so just make sure that you are doing the things that bring you joy. You are doing the things that you want to do. You're pursuing the things. If you're not in a job that you love, then start looking for the one that you do love or the, mm-hmm. the career you want to pursue. It's not too late to start. It's not too late to go back to school or to do anything like that, you know, to get into the gym. Whatever sets your soul on fire or wherever you want to be or whatever you want to spend your time doing, if yeah. you knew you had not much left... That's what you need to work towards. That what that's what you need to start setting your goals toward getting to that point. Because you want to be, you know, living your fullest life while you have the chance. And you know, like I said about the you know, like hugging your kids a little bit tighter too and stuff like that. It's just being also mindful and grateful for what you do have and being appreciative for that because I think a lot of times we take those things for granted. Yeah. And in that just just also being aware of how the things we say or the things we do can impact those around us as well you know so whether that's you know 
especially since we're talking about this right now and just everything we're saying about this um and just having that time to to kind of like have the introspection um it's just important to remember like our words impact others as well and others words can impact us so Mm -hmm. there's just so many aspects to the concept of of life and death and yeah it's just I don't know it's just so such a touchy subject at some point it is and like I've heard this quote so many times and I've read it in so many books and um they say like you know when people are at their on their deathbed like at the end of their life they they regret the things that they didn't do more so than the things that they did and I think that's a really big thing that we need to remind ourselves of is that there are opportunities in life that if you want to seize them, seize them. If there are people that you want to say things to, say them. You know, there are people you care about, spend time with them, love on them, make them, like, make it known how you feel about them, like, especially your family and your children, because that is the thing. You never, ever, ever know how much time you have or what can happen in life. And there are people out there who are dealt the cards, like, for example, this family that you've been talking about they're dealing with a situation that is beyond our comprehension mm-hmm. and we are fortunate enough i can imagine to, exactly exactly and you have to almost like i think <sighs> social media can be a dangerous thing and it can be um sometimes a mindless thing but i also think it can be such a useful tool when we can see into the lives of people like this because it can really really help put things into perspective for us and it can help us connect and empathize and put ourselves in these people's shoes and remind ourselves of you know what life is all about and also give us the opportunity to tell other people how we feel to give them sympathy to give them words of encouragement to uplift them and things like that and i think that at the end of every single day the I truly believe that everybody should practice gratitude. I just think it's a game changer in regards to life overall in your mindset. But every day when you go to like close your eyes at the, like at the end of your day, ask yourself like, what was good about today? What can I make better tomorrow if I'm blessed to wake up tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And when you wake up in the morning, how am I going to make this a good day? Mm-hmm. How, how am I going to be a good parent today? How am I going to be a good employee? How am I going to be a good friend? And I mean, it, you don't have to be on point 100% on all of these things every single day. But what you can do is make a decision when you wake up is how are you going to make today the best day you possibly can. Yeah, you definitely need to give yourself that grace. But it's about finding that balance and allowing yourself to, you know, to be the best you that you can in that moment, right? Like, and take it moment by moment, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's the important part too, right? I. Th- it's just hard. Like, I can't imagine, like I said being a parent and losing a child I've never experienced that nor do I want to ever experience that and I think it's so easy for us a lot of times to say like well it won't ever happen to us like well this won't ever happen to us whatever the whatever the situation is that's never going to happen to me whatever and to kind of um distance ourselves from that trauma or that those circumstances but at the same time, it could literally happen to anyone at any time. You know, yeah. um, I just had an uncle not that long ago literally close his eyes, go to sleep, and never wake up again. 
mm-hmm. you know, and just like, well, there's got to be, and people would just say like, well, there, there must've been something else like, well, it's cause he was older or whatever the case is. Right. Like, but we don't know that, you know, like you had just mentioned too the family, um, around Christmas time that put their son down, son. Yeah. Sundown. Yeah. Um, and you know, to sleep while they were at a party and only to go get him and not wake up him not wake up yeah like just down for a nap during dinner and this the thing is like (laughs) and it's not just illness it's not just like getting sick it's not just those things but it's like you could literally like you know you could lose your life in in a car accident or you know you could be hit by a vehicle or there's life is so unpredictable and like i hate to to say like I'm not saying to live in fear. I'm mm-hmm. not saying to like no, always absolutely. be on the edge of like, oh my God, like what if this is my last That's day? That's not what we're saying. Yeah. No, but like you just, you never ever know. And I think it's really important to just make a point of asking yourself how you can make every single day as good as possible. And it's natural to have bad days. Everybody has them. Um, but how can you show up today as the best version of yourself and, you know, be proud of yourself at the end of the day, even if it's a tough one. Yeah. Be intentional for sure. Yeah. You know, just make sure that you're doing those things that are going to get you where you want to go. And then also, like you said, show up as best you can, right? We're not saying you have to be a hundred percent the best mom every day. You know, and the funny thing is, is those are the standards we set up in our own heads. So they're false from the get-go but just remind yourself that there is literally every day is literally a gift right Mm. and we need to cherish it and take advantage of it because we don't know if we're going to get another one or at one point what point it's going to end um (laughs) that's the dog in the background (laughs) poor dog is whining in the background because his daddy's not home yeah misses him no so you know it makes me you know want to hug my kids a little tighter and pet my dogs a little more and love my husband a little bit extra you know yeah give them those cuddles and and those things and just be thankful but (laughs) hurry come here (laughs) come cuddle (laughs) but uh we just want to make sure that you are maximizing your time with other people and that you're being present and that you are also doing the things he doesn't like it he's disagreeing with us he's just saying no um and that, just, <laughs> that you're doing the things that are going to get you where you want to go and that will spark joy in your life and make you happy and that if that you would be proud of doing if it was your last day yes yes girl Yes, girl. Okay, really. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure that you subscribe and keep tuning in to future episodes. We love hearing from you, so let us know what you thought of this episode. And if there's any topic that you want to hear about or any questions you want answered, send us an email to the address we've linked below in the show notes. Remember to tell your friends about the show and don't forget, Girls Got Goals. goals.